Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone, ladies and gentlemen, all around the world. Stay tuned. We are taking over your airways in three, three, two, two, one. Conservative talk show host the left hates Romeo Hill on the Romeo Show. Call him now at 516-666-9806 and it all starts now. It's time to crank it up. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Romeo Show where we are live today. The most controversial conservative talk show that the liberal left hate and boy do they hate us. Because, man, we take great pride in doing what we do here at Right Wing Media, and boy, are we not going to stop, because it's the gravy train, folks. And today, folks, speaking of gravy train, let's talk about how Biden has been rolling out some new plans, including the COVID plan, including maybe, well, let's just say mandatory vaccination that might be or may not be something you want to think about really well on are you going to decide to do it and plus more and plus today we're going to give you a little sneak peek in the back of what is it like to be a radio talk show host and do our job and kind of what we do and how we do it just kind of give you that brief summary but first we will love to take your call. So if you would like to join the most controversial conservative conversation talk show out there, call us at 516-666-9806, or you can do this as well. Go ahead, Bob. Do you enjoy the inventive and enthusiastic audio craziness of the Romeo show? Is your mind engaged by the brain pounding you get from Scott Hum on rightwingmedia.net radio? If you do like these shows, email us at producers at rightwingmedia.net to send us a message. That's producers at rightwingmedia.net. We're standing by right now to read what you have to say. I'm just an electronic announcer. What else do I have to do? Yes, and you can definitely email us at rightwingmedia.net. We will be glad to take your calls, your emails, your tweets, your, you know, anything that you got, the beats, the tweets, the sweeps, the creeps. Woo! Okay, enough with the Spaceball jokes. But anyway, speaking of Spaceball, let's talk about Joe Biden. Yesterday we talked a lot about this, and today we got to make it very clear that well, the impeachment is actually probably going to start really, really soon. Now, here's the big question. Is will the Democrats decide to impeach Joe Biden before the next election? And if they do happen to do that, when? Because it is almost at least close to October now. So their time is ticking down very quickly on how much time they have to impeach Joe Biden. But here's the thing. A lot of you are going to say, well, Romeo, of course, we know that he was going to impeach Joe. We all know that the Democrats were going to impeach Joe Biden or that Joe Biden was going to get impeached. It's nothing new. Well, of course, we already knew that. 
But here's the big reason why. A, it's not only because Joe Biden is totally incompetent of doing his job, but B, because Nancy Pelosi will take vice president and Kamala Harris will become president of the United States, the first ever female president of the United States ever to be in the White House, to ever run the White House. Isn't that a disgrace? I, I think that Donald Trump would definitely say that's a big disgrace. And we know it, Donald. We know that you won fair and square. But here's the thing. If the Democrats do not get their stuff in gear, how much time are they going to waste on trying to impeach Joe Biden or do the 25th Amendment until the next election? Are they waiting possibly till the next election or are they waiting any time further? There's not a lot of answers that can yet be said, but here's something that we do know. We do know that Joe Biden has a lot more problems than just his dementia. We have problems in Afghanistan right now with the Taliban troops coming close to being able to reach their goal of being able to be the biggest threat, not only to other their own country, but to the United States as well. Because here's how it works. When the Taliban has become what they claim to be ISIS-K, what we didn't expect was that equipment that was left over in the war that Joe Biden so graciously decided that, well, we don't need to really focus on that. We just need to focus on getting our troops out, which should have been destroyed. Then the enemies being taken care of. Then the troops come back out of Afghanistan. That's what the most reasonable president, I think, would have done. I think Donald J. Trump would have done that, but, of course... You know, Biden's brains mashed potatoes. No biggie. But here's the thing. When Joe Biden made this declaration of declaring that he was going to try to pull our troops out, I don't think Joe Biden had a common idea of how bad it was going to get. Well, here's another problem with that. I think Joe Biden has certain ideas but not so much of a rational idea of what to do. Because as we already see, Joe Biden has made irrational decisions for America by trying to also mandate the vaccine, which is possibly going to be another thing that will come. And we read in the article yesterday that Kate Brown, again, if you didn't join the conversation yesterday, we talked about Kate Brown was being sued by six employees that already had COVID-19 and that they claimed that they did not need the shot because of what was called natural immunity. Now, again, if you have had ever had COVID-19, 14 days is the max that you keep yourself isolated from everyone, which is about a reasonable amount of time. I would grant that that's pretty reasonable for me but 14 days and then you're fine so if they have done everything correctly in 14 days guess what they do not need to have the shots but here's the kicker kate brown says well no you still need the shots i don't think that's right and we took a twitter poll yesterday saying do you think that it's right that the democrats are starting 
to make a mandatory vaccination rule for everyone. And here's the other part about this. As we explained yesterday, it's like listening to the Democrats telling us, well, guess what? Even though you're not sick, you still have to go to the doctor. So why do I have to go to the doctor if I'm not sick? If I'm sick and perfectly fine, I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't need to take my shots. I don't need any medication. So therefore, I do not need to indulge you into going to the doctor's office and taking a shot. So a lot of the poll yesterday came out very heavy saying 80% said no, we do not agree with the max the COVID-19 vax mandation and 10% said, yeah, I think it's okay because we need to have a little more security and knowing that people are safe. I get it. I understand. There's a lot of naysayers and there's a lot of, you know, believers out there with the code vaccine. It's a different complex world, but here's the kicker for this part of the show. When we get into things like this, we know that Chicken Noodle News is definitely watching us this past week, and we have been making very clear, blatant statements that to Chicken Noodle News, letting them know that it's okay, we know you're watching us because you love us, and you're jealous. So Chicken Noodle News, we still love that you can come up with fake news and misinformation and misguiding information to thousands of American citizens and still claim to be number one news, the news trustworthy source, and you still get triggered by every time that somebody disagrees with your information. How lovely. Doesn't that sound like this is something that you would expect out from a fake news network like Chicken Soup Noodle News? I, I think, you know, it, it's just a bunch of chicken noodle soup. They don't know how to completely be honest with anybody. They just run around with their like a chicken with their head cut off. They don't know how to actually give good news. But here we do. So here, if you would like to join the conversation, well, here's the number for you. Call in now at 516-666-9806. And again, definitely call in that number because we are the most controversial conservative talk show that the liberals hate. I am your host, Romeo. We're glad to have you. We're going to take calls. We're going to take emails after this break. But first, before we take this break, I want to let you guys know really quickly that we again acknowledge that we are very sorry for any family members that have lost loved ones in September 11th of 2001. May God bless you all. We have a lot of our prayers coming your way. Stay strong. And we will be right back right after this. They said meth would help me get through my exams. Totally safe. I could party all night. It would help me forget my problems. He said he'd love me forever. They said I wouldn't get hooked after the first hit. They lied. They lied. They lied. He lied. Find out the truth. The truth about drugs. 
drugfreeworld.org. Drugfreeworld.org. According to the Oxford English Language Dictionary, cyberbullying is the use of electronic communication to bully a person, typically by sending messages of an intimidating or threatening nature. This definition doesn't differentiate about the age, education level, or even the emotional or experiential levels of a person receiving these types of words, images, or videos. Cyberbullying is bullying. And because the Internet travels across state lines, bullying someone online can be legally viewed as a federal offense. And based on the situation, cyberbullying can be remedied under civil or criminal law. And oftentimes, based on the actual and potential degree of harm, most U.S. states, Canadian provinces, and many countries have also made special efforts to address this growing issue. In fact, cyberbullying is often viewed as a form of criminal harassment. Research indicates that persistent bullying can lead to or worsen feelings of isolation, rejection, exclusion, and despair, as well as depression and anxiety, which can contribute to suicidal behavior. Interestingly, according to StopBullying.org, incidents of cyberbullying are often part of a complex interaction. While there might be one ringleader, bystanders may be involved as well. Usually, these accomplices can be legally viewed as being just as guilty as the principal person or persons who are committing unwanted aggressive behaviors online. If you or a loved one has been affected by cyberbullying, don't ignore it. Reach out to the platform that has hosted the cyberbullying exchange. These entities have the names, account information, and even the ISP addresses of those involved and are able to take the appropriate action against those accused. This includes various sanctions from their business, including account termination. And while they have and can use this user information to bring cyberbullying to a stop on their platforms once it's reported, you have the power before you even click for help. Don't try to fight cyberbullies alone, and don't empower them in allowing their attempts to ruin your life. Cyberbullying is bullying, and this online viciousness stops with you. Message from the Weird Media Network, Video Fun Southwest, RightWingMedia.net and the station. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back and glad to have you on the Romeo Show. If you would like to call in, call in now at 516-666-9806. And we are here live. And oh wait, we got somebody here that would like to join us. The conversation, I guess we'll have to... uh, Talk about conversation on Starter. How are you doing, Boss Scott Hum? Can you hear me, Boss? Oh, uh, yeah. So, how are you doing, Boss? Sorry, I missed your phone calls. I was sleeping in. Today's one of my days off. Oh, well, I'm sorry to bug you. But, you know, early bird catches the worm. So, Scott, we have now just talked about this. The question here still remains is, when are the Democrats going to actually take action and impeach Biden? Because part of it, I think, is that this was just only a little, I guess what you would call a kind of a quick shuffle move, a fake out, if you would. Other people think that maybe they might do it. But here's the thing. It's running near, again, October. And their time is going to come very dawning close to where they won't have the time and ability to do it anymore. When do you think they'll finally get off their high horse and decide to do it? I don't know if it'll be the Democrats, Romeo, that are going to impeach. But 
the kicker is right now you've got everything falling apart. I mean, just a few hours ago, actually, right now, Deputy Press Secretary, yeah, I can't speak, I'm still waking up. She is giving a uh, press conference aboard Air Force One right now. They're trying to explain away Afghanistan and make it look like, oh, yeah, nobody is <laughs> looking over the leftover equipment. Oh, yeah, nobody's looking over leftover U.S. technology. Fauci uh, is uh, being allowed by the mainstream media to dance away his inconsistencies. Now we're casting doubt about the, uh, let's see, the, uh, you know, the second or third or fourth COVID shot, whatever. They're, they're trying to dance away from everything. So I disagree with you. I don't think it'll be the Democrats, it'll be the Republicans. If somebody, whether it's Biden, Fauci, Kamala, uh, Cattle Crayola, whatever you call her, uh, even Nasty Nancy, if one of them makes a big mistake that can't be readily explained away, then that's when the Republicans are going to be the ones to do it. And it's going to have to be a big enough player who can't be impinged. It can't be Rick DeSantis. It has to be somebody who is very, very squeaky clean. And the when, that's the big question of when the other shoe is going to drop. Well, and you did mention something that was very interesting. You said that it had to be something huge. And no, we're not talking like Donald Trump's wall. We're, we, huge. It has to be huge. But I think that the Democrats have done enough damage that's hugely damning, especially leaving equipment over and and allowing that equipment to be gathered by known terrorist, radical Islamic groups like ISIS-K, don't you think that that's kind of a enough for a, an impeachment or 25th Amendment removal from all of the Democrats? I, I would take a very heavy, heavy note by saying I don't think that this is something that could be ignored because our government has been part of not only the, the the ISIS-K, but on top of that, the potential handling of giving the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, potential money for making the Wuhan virus. Don't you think that's impeachable by all means? Yeah, they danced around that so well, even with uh, enough and people have seen this at rightwingmedia.net, we've gathered the various sources. Even with the professional narratives coming out of the medical community, the tier one journalists, uh, actually, you're actually getting some tier twos that are doing it. And it's pathetic that the mainstream media is, you know, the tier ones are letting the, the Democrats dance around all this because uh, to answer your question, in a more roundabout way even, they're embarrassed. And that's one of the big problems is the tier one media is culpable. They are because they're embarrassed, very embarrassed. They were the one, one of the cheerleaders, most vocal cheerleaders for Biden at his election. And once they can get over that, 
uh, you're going to have some voices. I'm going to make a weird prediction. Even like uh, Chris Wallace is, uh, he's going to be one of the more vocal ones if the other shoe drops. And what that other shoe is, I'm not exactly sure yet. And, you know, here you you did point that pretty interestingly that they were dancing around. And I did notice that, speaking of dancing around, I mean, let's look at Fauci for crying out yeah. loud. Fauci loves to do the Fauci pokey. You know, you put your mask on, you put your mask on, you take your mask on, and you turn all around because you're just a freaking clown. Well, Fauci we know is a clown. And by the way, I have noticed again, like I said, speaking of clown, CNN has been watching us very closely lately in the last few days that I've came back. And I'm starting to wonder if CNN starting to try to maybe potentially cover for Fauci or trying to make an excuse but you know that that's all hearsay. But let's look at the. Oh no, no, no! It's true. You're 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 correct. I mean, you've been trained as a journalist and commentator and so on. You know. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put Fauci. Uh, the and actually, it's not Fauci's pokey, but it's uh, the Fauci pokey from Kayvon, the comedian. I'm going to put that back up uh, on RightWingMedia.net because it's so hilarious. But you know, you do a search, you know, while I was even searching, get this, for uh, the video from Kayvon, the comedian, and it's like Dr. Uh, Fauci goes against CDC. Uh, he tells spring breakers to use protection and, and everybody laughs at him. Uh, masks are full of whatever, etc. Uh, people, it came on. He, I love this guy. This guy's great. By the way, if we get 10,000 subscribers, he'll be on our show. Uh, like we're going to get that many views right now. But uh, some people, he's calling uh, Fauci some expert. And that's obviously uh, sarcastic. But that's being a little gracious. Oh, yeah. And that was just three months ago in March when he said no mask. I mean, so I wish I could answer your question, but I can't because they are, I can take a wild guess, but it's going to be <coughs> somebody's Wheaties have been, uh, what is the old vulgar uh, term? When somebody pisses in somebody's Wheaties yeah. in the mainstream media, they're going to go ballistic and they're going to, and it'll be curious, tier one media will make it appear like they knew this all along. And they did which makes that even worse. We know it, you know, in tier two and tier three media. We know that CNN knows that enough they're withholding information. No. <laughs> They'll just say, we're gatekeeping and positioning the best stories, yada, yada. And they're going to, you know, God, that sounds like some, one of our mantras. But uh, seriously, they, there has to be another shoe that's going to drop. And it has to be. But here's the thing is that we've already recognized that CNN is watching us. I have been paying very close attention. We have China already watching us. We've got Russia probably ready to maybe watch us. I don't know. Actually, no, it's worse. 
Uh, Kremlin just revealed that Putin is going into self-isolation. Uh, this is from the Associated Press. Ooh. It came in today, earlier this month, uh, although he tested negative, which I think is a, uh, incorrect. And the uh, uh, he apparently he had come in contact with someone who has contracted the virus, and a lot of people around him are sick in his immediate circle are infected with the virus, including a staff member who he was in close contact with throughout Monday. And he, in fact, uh, that staff person recently got revaccinated. The third shot that Russia is offering to people, I'm reading from the article, who were immunized more than six months ago. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. So basically, Russia is going to be paying attention to us. So here's the thing, you know, ladies and gentlemen, is that we know here at rightwingmedia.net, we're no small potatoes anymore. We're we're trying to basically look like the bullies bullying the fake news networks. We have done so well at that. But here's the big thing, is that now that we know that Fauci possibly has COVID-19, this is going to be... Putin, excuse me, Putin, I'm sorry, I thought of Fauci, Putin, when Putin, Putin's the needle in his arm, I don't think that's going to do no good. So maybe I, there's there's a Russian vodka joke coming, I, I feel this guy, I, I, I feel like I'm in. Why don't they just try drinking vodka? I mean, isn't that kind of a natural way? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, uh, actually, uh, let's go, uh, let's go pick on the, uh, right-wing uh, narrative and poke it, pardon the pun, poke, poke it against ourselves, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they start, well, like, hell, let's make the joke. Uh, instead of uh, pumping us full of uh, horse dewormers and uh, other weird chemicals, I, we ought to start the rumor that, uh, right, actually, I'll do a meme, uh, that Russia is going to suggest that they inject people with vodka. In Russia, COVID doesn't kill you. In Russia, vodka kills COVID. Exactly. American. All right, so enough of trying to make Russia really mad at us. But its I don't think it's a big surprise that, um, that this is happening. No, it, it isn't. But here's the funny thing. I think I got that from CNN. No, I didn't actually. That was Associated Press. But when you look at, let's look at CNN for a second, see what the what the hell they're doing this afternoon. Uh, their top stories are poking back at Trump and his knowledge or whatever of January 6th. Uh, Newsom and his tight races where the Taliban's leaders. Uh, price tag for treating unvaccinated COVID patients. These are their big, and Apple uh, iPhone 13 mini. These are the big stories right now. They're trying visibly uh, to stay away from things that are going to incriminate the, uh, what do you call it, uh, incriminate the Democrats. And they're doing a decent job, no, a good job of it, because they've got such a good historical background. Uh, about the time, as you may remember, that the Iraq war came out uh, in the, I want to say, the 1991. 
Sorry to jump in. Are you talking about Operation Desert Storm of the Iraq War where they had a bunch of Marines go into the desert and try to protect the oil that they were producing over there and there was a conflict over there where there was no shots fired. Supposedly there was no shots fired or the Marines never were able to... uh, I, I take this all from reading partially the book Jarhead from Anthony Swafford, who I don't know if he's really credible, and partially watching the movie Jarhead, that there wasn't much fighting going on around there. They just guarded, and then they came home. And that was, by the way, Scott, would you be surprised that that was the year that I was actually born? Oh, wow. Okay. 1991. I was born in that year. Well, you were actually part of a generation that was very lucky to see a lot of things go on. I mean, that's what Nightline, ABC created Nightline with Ted Cobble every night because it was America held hostage, you know, was their rallying cry at that point. And CNN had just been on the air for less than a decade and it had refined its coverage. So again, I guess what you're looking at is a modern tier one uh, really? media that had only been... Oh, Shaniqua said, ah, oh, really? Oh, no. Yeah. Disc jockey boys. Got her yeah, attention. But, uh, yeah, disc jockey boy. But seriously, I mean, we've only had these, the really modern media around 25, 30 years, and it's, it's more like a uh, an intellectual Gestapo uh, trying to run the narrative, create the narrative, etc. That's just my opinion. Well, but here's the bigger question: is that if in back in 1991, what once the war really about you know about what it was? Wasn't there more? And you know, we can say this about our government today. I think that our government today is starting wars and you'll have to pardon the pun it it's kind of a shot in the dark but this is a guess because of power greed money and the want of controlling the united states of america people because they are afraid well here's the thing colin powell was one of the people who was running the Iraqi war. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. I mean, you know, the, well, I, I got to stop saying it, but we love to say it. I'm Joe Biden and we'll touch on that subject, not the hairy legs, right briefly when we come right on. Uh. Yo, disc jockey boy. Orcas are wonders of nature, and now more than ever, we need to help them stay that way. Our Puget Sound orcas are also an endangered species, and that means stepped-up enforcement of special rules to view them. Stay at least 200 yards from orcas. Keep out of their path and never feed them. Check the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration guidelines to help protect all marine mammals at BeWhaleWise.org. A message from the NOAA Fisheries Office of Law Enforcement and Cairo 7. 
Hey, John, would you consider traveling to another planet if it was possible? Yeah, it depends on what time the bus leaves, Chuck. You're a real ground lever. <laughs> but you still want to tell everyone about the benefits of space technology. Sure, because they're so down to earth. Like the search and rescue satellites now in orbit around the planet. These high-flying listening posts can pick up signals from the emergency rescue beacons carried on airplanes and ships. When a boat capsizes or a plane goes down, the satellite locks onto its distress signal. And relays its position to local search and rescue teams who go into action using the satellite to guide them to within a few miles of the site, even in the most remote areas. This worldwide emergency network has already saved over 800 lives. What's going on up there is helping all of us down here. Space technology. This is what's in it for you. Everyone knows that NASA works hard to keep its astronauts safe in space. But did you know that spin-offs from space technology are saving lives here on Earth every day? NASA-funded research created rocket-powered parachutes that can save entire airplanes along with their pilots and passengers. A life raft originally designed for the Apollo missions has saved hundreds of sailors stranded at sea. And a tiny cardiac pump developed with the help of technology used to design rocket engines has extended the lives of hundreds of patients with failing hearts. NASA's innovation even led to personal locator beacons, which have helped save more than 30,000 sailors, pilots, and adventurers in distress worldwide. Together with its partners, NASA continues to develop technologies that protect life, both in space and on Earth. There's more space in your life than you think. Learn more at NASA.gov. are listening to the Romeo show live and uh, all uh, a repeat of course but this is actually what you're hearing now if you're listening right now is live amazingly and Romeo Hill has been talking about a lot of what's going on in the world and especially the kind of one going on with Putin and so on and nobody really knows so what we're going to do is, there we go, uh, is talk about uh, what is indeed going on. And uh, forgive me for sounding like I'm sputtering, because I wasn't quite expecting to uh, take over uh, the show, but that's perfectly fine. And the reason why it's fine is because rightwingmedia.net is around and we've got a whole bunch of things that is going on. In fact, we just mentioned that uh, President Putin of Russia uh, is putting himself into self-isolation because of exposure to the uh, active uh, COVID virus, which is not exactly wonderful. And the problem beyond that uh, going on in the Kremlin is you have some additional things going on. In fact, let's take a look at some of those stories right now. Some good news from the week. 57% of vaccinated COVID patients hospitalized in the first uh, half of 2001 had mild or uh, asymptomatic. Uh, 
uh, it's hard to say, but no symptom type infection. And another right-wing uh, anti-vax radio host who mocked AIDS victims, oddly enough, Bob Enyard, according to HuffPost, died of COVID-19. Why this one is important, and this is from She Knows, I don't know because I don't really think it's that important. Melania Trump sent a text on January 6th giving some insight to what she was feeling. The story from She Knows was that uh, during that date, and this was uh, from an excerpt by way of Politico, she te- uh, one of her assistants texted her, do you want to tweet the peaceful protest or right, uh, the right of every American, but there's no place for lawlessness and violence, you know, the usual you'd expect. And she wrote back going, no. The first lady, they claim, uh, was too busy to be bothered with the violence unfolding just down the street because she was at the White House preparing for a photo shoot of a rug she had selected. That quote, including the uh, quote from a source they don't even credential, is supposed to make us all cringe. Well, what would make you cringe more is at the time of uh, 21 years ago when the Twin Towers fell, President George Bush, the, uh, I forget which Bush, the elder or the younger, was reading to kids out in a rural uh, school. And at that point, a Secret Service uh, guy or gal came over and said, hey, Mr. President, uh, da-da-da, just happened. And he continued reading, you know, and that is, oddly enough, a Republican president. So presidents and their first ladies are not immune to making less than good decisions when it comes to the media. But some of the media are making better decisions. Howard Stern, according to Variety, and this is the trade show or the trade um, paper, magazine, whatever you want to call it, of the entertainment industry, Howard Stern being uh, slamming Joe Rogan for taking ivermectin and uh, calls anti-vaxxers s head, which, in some respect, uh, I think I would give that a yes and no, but you ought to call the anti-vaxxers philosophical s heads, if anything else. Um, Canada, now this one's kind of awkward, from Yahoo News Canada. Canada's hospitals are building barricades because COVID-19 pandemic is reaching ugly heights up in the great white north with anti-vax protests. So here you have philosophy going into civil unrest. Very, very awkward. In fact, what's even more awkward is, according to Business Insider, an all-time high of 56 cargo ships are stuck waiting off the California coast as shipping port hit their fourth record back up in three weeks. Now, I've got a comment on that. I work for uh, my day job is a, a company that does merchandising and marketing uh, for retail. And there are, I won't say shortages, but there are some products that are not gracing the shelves as much as they usually do. That doesn't mean there's a shortage and you don't need to go out and buy tons of toilet paper. You don't know, you don't need, or you don't know, but you don't need to go out and buy uh, tons of alcohol, etc. Although, uh, truth be told, tons of uh, people are beginning to do that and that's hurting you. So don't 
over my guys. Come on, ridiculous. What is also ridiculous, according to the Washington Examiner, smell my hair, hundreds of protesters greet Biden in Idaho as he's getting, uh, according to Associated Press, wildfire briefings from officials there. And he, in fact, uh, president, according to uh, KIVI and one of the Boise uh, script stations, mentioning that President Biden was in Boise Monday, uh, yesterday, of course, to assess some of the fire damages. But the biggest wildfire going on was actually earlier this weekend, and you can see this at rightwingmedia.net, when tons of uh, college, uh, predominantly football fans, were yelling F. Biden or chanting, to be more exact. And you've actually got one of the videos at rightwingmedia.v. The thing that I guess, and maybe uh, you can tell us if you are wanting to do so, is what's going on with the uh, feeling is you, I guess the biggest word I can say from what I feel is betrayal. You have, and Romeo and I were talking about that before he was called away to take care of a personal emergency. You have the mainstream media and Democrats who realize they put a lame duck president in. And it's embarrassing that he is such, in fact, I'm going to have to take my early afternoon uh, libation break here. Uh, very good. A couple of uh, airplane bottles of New Amsterdam with a cherry drink. And that's uh, how much of a shock it is. You've got uh, really everyone in the infrastructure of society who is liberal is having things fall down. Uh, as Romeo and I were talking about and alluded to earlier, you've got tons of professionals saying the Wuhan lab did run a pretty bad operation. The Wuhan lab was paid for, at least its research, for the last several years, which Trump had to turn off, by the way. And now we find that the research contract even warrants, even if still at rightwingmedia.net, against gain of function. Now, for those of you who don't know uh, and have been hearing the term and wondering, well, what does this mean? Gain of function means quite simply that you see how you can take a really bad virulent substance like COVID and make it more transmissible and even deadlier to use as a, uh, a form of warfare. And it is, I mean, that's one of the broad, you know, many possible definitions of gain of function. The essential gain of function definition is you want to see how you can get more virulent bang for the buck and make the, a, usually a virus or something like that more transmissible and more potent. Deadly is a relative, like, oh, gee. Maybe that's part of it, maybe not, who knows. So it's a very awkward issue that is going on right now. You have so many people that think, you know, that they're, these scientists are, are, and physicians and researchers and clinicians are all telling us that it can be what's going on. But the government isn't admitting to it. Yeah, they're embarrassed. And... It's they've let it, and this is really the awkward part to explain to you guys who are 
probably by the most part not journalists, okay? And I, I don't want to be con, but it's a matter, uh, and it sounds crazy. It's a matter of PR perception, public relations, how you are being, how they, the people in government are looking at themselves and anticipate being seen and know their credibility is dropping versus the other shoe which is waiting to be dropped, and that is the shoe of culpability, blame, legal and ethical and moral responsibility. You know, that's the thing that is the problem, which could get Biden out of office, which we all know is one of the many scenarios which would put Kamala in, and then Pelosi could uh, ascend to that of the, vi the position of the vice president, which creates technically a really bizarre chain of events on the Republican side because if Trump wins, what is he going for? Uh, I think a, a senatorial position or a House of Representatives position in the state of Florida with some gracing the palms, not with money, but with his influence and forthrightness, he could actually become the uh, replacement for Pelosi and then with, and it's conceivable with Kamala being found out to be the puppet that she is. Yes, she is vacant as a leader. You could uh, have uh, him uh, taking up. Uh oh, there's the warning we have going on. We ought to call that the uh, Pelosi warning. We'll go ahead and turn that off. So we, there we go. But, uh, you know, it's, it sounds funny. And we can make it funny, but it's really tragic because there's so much interwoven craziness going on. And at this point, it's tragic. We're going to see if we can bring Romeo back in. Romeo, are you by chance with us back again? Romeo, are you back with? Don't hear Romeo back. And he does have uh, control of the board, so we're looking forward to him whenever. But let's go ahead and look at some other things in the news that are going on along these lines and a lot of it is really similar uh, arizona election uh, audit isn't done according to buzzfeed news new york Times are trying to again they're doing their own version of the fauci pokey uh how educational differences are widening america's political rift which is basically saying dumber america are the ones who are being unvaccinated and sticking up to the what has become a conservative narrative. Now, you got to understand when you use the term conserv well conservative narrative, just narrative. Narrative means just a way that things are being spoken of. It's a theme, and I hate to really you know trash the salt of the earth, uh, which is largely the Midwest and the uh, Southeast United States. But a lot of these people don't get that Bill Gates does not have a chip in the vaccines. You know, I was kind of disappointed when I didn't get my chip because I was looking forward to getting Sirius XM radio free for a while. You know, I was going to see if I could back engineer if I got a chip or something. I didn't get it. Uh, philosophically, there are some issues of span of control, span of personal responsibility versus, you know, it's my body, et cetera, et cetera. That argument, how viable that argument is, 
I don't really know, and I'm not going to say. I mean, I get it that you don't want something that is not fully vetted for. Uh, at least it, they, the vaccines were not when they were rolled out. They weren't fully vetted by the FDA and so on, which is a very cautious agency. I think the only agency uh, approaching their degree of caution is uh, the Federal Trade Commission, or not? Well, not Federal Trade Commission, but Federal Communications Commission. The other thing that uh, goes on is that there's this lack of understanding, and it's it, it's kind of an intuitive fundamental. Okay, most people get that my right and where your rights are infringed on. I mean, for example, I am a health freak. <coughs> and I ride the bus, public transportation, whenever possible, to save me from creating a carbon footprint. I also ride bikes. I mean, yeah, I, I also use Uber and Lyft and so on. But these are philosophical choices that actually save me money and help save the planet. And last night I got on a bus and I was playing a song and the bus driver goes, well, this is a federal law. You know, please turn your radio down. You should be using headphones. It is. And I'm thinking to myself, gee, what does it really matter at this time of the evening? But federal government in its simplicity is going, well, yeah, we've got to make us a law that's simple. So drivers and passengers are not going to be annoyed, freaked out, etc. No dangerous or acrimonious situation going on when you have noise going on that could un interrupt the uh, conveyance of the vehicle. I get it. It's the same type of thing with the vaccine for COVID, that you should be getting it. And we get that you have concerns. We're not saying we're not negating, but the problem, if you don't get the virus back for COVID, you may get the full-blown disease, and depending on the timing, the transmissibility, et cetera, and a variety of other factors, you could give it to other people, and that is the problem. That's where you're to exist without a potentially gray area vaccine kind of limit themselves. So... That's something that you need to take into account. Uh, here's another uh, story switching our discussion a bit. And this was this is kind of amazing. And you don't find this all over. You do find it at rightwingmedia.net. From Endgadget, they found a story that fake pro-China account tried to push Americans to attend anti-racism programs. You know, we found that a uh, at least to some with a lot of uh, Republican accounts trying to sway the election towards Trump, which is predictable. Some of them were not real and were Russian. But, you know, now we find that uh, China is trying to be the international bully and trying to convince America that race is an issue. It really isn't that much of an issue. And uh, what is an issue, and we have to go back, is just happened a few days back Biden. And the path out of the pandemic, the presidential, uh, President Biden's more focused COVID-19 action, COVID action plan uh, that relies on 
Fauci. That's very, very interesting. Two very interesting points. Fauci not being the messenger because he is being perceived with less credibility. We even, uh, it was kind of funny, we even uh, at rightwingmedia.net contacted the White House and, set, and gave him a quick research base explaining that Fauci is annoying people, that his inconsistency is creating division. It is decreasing the amount of effectiveness of the pro-vaccine message. It's confusing things, and it really, but they, somebody who does Howard Stern, and when you look at, okay, Romeo and I are journalists. We are, we know how to research. We know how to bring things to you so that you can think of, so that you can be aware, so that you can understand, etc. Well, Howard Stern, the last couple of days ago, was uh, putting forth this mess that on his show that uh, he used the F-bomb uh, and told people to F off who don't want to get vaccinated. Well, here he's alienating his list. And for a, a shock jock like Howard Stern, I mean, i got to have a sip of beverage for this one, it become very problematic. He doesn't seem to understand that this can backfire. And Howard has always been known for what seems like to a lot of people when you listen to the show and so on, which we do occasionally, a lot of, oh, not reactionary, but almost a lot of surprising at the very minimum discussion. And he's there to shock people. I mean, that's the that's what he, his producers and directors and writers and so on, and Robin Quiver and so on, that's, and all the people who pop in and out of that's their goal. And by using common, commonly known, they're doing that as well. Well, what happens when you do that is you will have some blowback. And he's getting some, but what's surprising it's not as much for the mess, but how the message has been given. And again, I have a lot of friends on Facebook from, you know, the Midwest and the, and the Southeast and so on. God love these guys and gals, but your guys are missing the boat. It's no longer a Bill Gates issue uh, of uh, microchipping allegations. It is no longer a an issue of at least not as much personal, you know, personal what to do versus personal, you know, leave me alone type of of an issue. It's really now an issue of there is a danger and get your head out of your whatever and realize now again. I know that sounds really heartless, but then again, if you really want uh, heartless, look at Jen Psaki. I mean, anomaly. A and the number zero, M A L Y, was picking on her and how she was decreeing and decre and so on uh, that businesses with a hundred plus workers must have its workers immunized against COVID nineteen. But immigrant, and that's the nice word from Mexico and other nations apparently do not have to be immunized when storming across the U.S. border. Now, that's, that is a problem. That's a philosophical problem I mean, we're going to have to go into because 
It isn't just that Fauci can't answer questions like Dr. Sanjay Gupta of CNN. Uh, you know, he was asking about natural immunity from COVID. And he gets stonewalled from uh, Fauci. You know, he can't answer a fellow journalist, medical practitioner, a simple question about natural immunity. Well, gee whiz, I hate to tell you, but if natural immunity was not part of the research budget in Wuhan, then you got gypped. You really did. But, in fact, going back to Jen, uh, last uh, couple of, uh, last few days, uh, Pisaki has also been stonewalling when people would, in the press, tier one who get White House credentials. We've, we've applied. We were denied, by the way. Um, go figure. But uh, she's answering with, you know, for example, um, a journalist, uh, Tier one in the White House pool will say, well, would such and such and such and such be the case? And she will just go, correct, instead of saying to what degree or how much. Stonewalling. And she's clever. She's got a uh, bachelor's in uh, communication uh, and literature, things like that. She's no idiot by any means. But, again, do you want people like this hired by those representatives to be the ones to give out the news? I'd rather go with these uh, college uh, football stadiums worth of people chanting F. Biden these days. Uh, by the way, Fox News, here's an interim up with, too, has a two-part interview with President Trump. Definitely go to rightwingmedia.net and take a look. And here's another one. And this story I have not seen except for uh, the one location. And I'm going to have to be careful about it because it's alleged. But uh, the Jimmy Dore Show, D-O-R-E, just came out with a few days ago. And I quote the title, Pelosi's Brazen, brazen, excuse me, uh, Insider Trading And... This is frightening. This is the type of thing that, uh, and this is from, you know, Jimmy Dore is a professional stand-up comedian, author, and podcaster. Uh, and he is uh, broadcast on Pacifica Radio Network Station, which I'll tell you in a moment about that. But this is the type of thing that gets people impeached, indict, and a lot of other I-words, because it is, here's another I-word, illegal, uh, to use knowledge you have to make money on the stock when it is information that may not be widely available to the general public. Not good at all. But then again, hey, in Nancy's world, she just stuffs her face with ice cream, uh, does not do anything but ignore the people uh, who might protest outside her little mansion and uh, outside of Frisco. And yet they continue to hire her back because of the rhetoric she gives before election time about how she is sticking up for the the minorities uh, of color, uh, Hispanics, blacks, gays, etc. 
And that's all fine, well, and good if she were doing it consistently and if she were doing it ethically on a continuing basis. But I don't think she is. And nobody, in fact, uh, let's just look at Pelosi Insider Trading. Insider Trading. We're looking this up on Insider Trading, yeah. Okay, and then let's confine it to uh, the last week. Oh, this is not good. Ah, here's one uh, from StansburyInvestor.com. The Pelosi's have millions riding on Chipmaker, NVIDIA, and uh, this is not insider trading necessarily. Uh, Let's read just a small portion of the article. Did they know something everyone else doesn't? While we can't answer that question, we can let you know how to find out what stocks and bonds the Pelosi's and other politicians are buying. And the Stock Act of 1912, here's another paragraph, requires all members of the House and Senate to disclose any financial transaction uh, within 45 days of trade rather than within a year, as was the law previously. And so here, you know, we could go into one of the, um, that up on rightwingmedia.net, capital trades, correct? But cap, uh, they say, at Stansbury Investor, why follow these trades? Well, this is actually a quote they're quoting from Capital Trades. Uh, why follow these trades? Capitol Hill politicians have access to non-public information that might influence their investment decisions. So, tracking their trades can provide valuable insights into your investment research, which is a nice way of saying they know stuff that we don't know, which is very true. And let's see, here is another uh from Moguldum, I'm going to spell that one, M-O-G-U-L-D-O-M.com. Socialist Jay Comp says that Nancy Pelosi's wealth comes from insider training. She is the matriarch of corruption in D.C., so they say at the Moguldum Nation. And this was a September 13, oh, just yesterday article. Wow, we've got update, right? Recent mega deal by Paul Pelosi, and I'm quoting, husband of Speaker, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, has been called out by a Compton J, a popular socialist voice on social media. So social, who the Democrats are philosophically closer aligned to, are calling her out. Compton J hosts the populist voice on YouTube and independent left media network of podcast shows focused on politics. description. Early this summer... Paul Pelosi exercised a bullish bet on Google's parent company, Alphabet, in a transaction that netted him $5.3 million. According to Compton J, the timing is questionable. The deal came just as House Judiciary Committee voted on having more oversight on big tech. Wow. So, in other words, what they're saying is... And because Pelosi is the Speaker of the House, she knows when, you know, votes for anything are going to come through, when they're scheduled, what the result is, etc. And then she tells, oh, excuse me, then she could have told her husband, Paul, go ahead and and buy, uh, you know, Alphabet, it's going to come out better. Really, uh, the government had introduced uh, another quote, an antitrust bill, in an attempt to stop the unregulated power of the big tech firms. Final part of stick apart package called Ending Platform Monopolies Act, aimed at restricting how big tech companies offer their products to ensure they don't 
use their size to dominate the market according to Fortune magazine. And as the Senate was making its move, hmm. here's where the uh, question of insider trading knowledge appears. Uh, Paul Pelosi purchased 4,000 shares of Alphabet on June 18th. Uh, it netted Paul $4.8 million at the time, which means when this watered-down bill passed, the people owning shares of Google, uh, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, etc., are going, woo, gee whiz, we're now going to be marginally better off. Yeah, let's go ahead and buy some more shares and and uh because we'll probably make some more money down the road now that Nancy and the House don't want to create a problem for us, or at least not much of a problem as they used to. See that's where it all becomes really, really awkward for it. And people don't get it, they don't want to get it, etc. But that's what it is. I mean, that's what insider trading is alleged to be. And just out of curiosity, let's uh, go back to CNN and see if, uh, let's see, let's just do a search. CNN plus Pelosi plus insider. So that sh that search should be really a simple one. It'll take a moment or two in Google. Oddly enough, we're using Google as our search device. Um, and let's confine it to, say, the past week. No, as of right now, they're not covering it. That is kind of embarrassing uh, or conspicuous. Yeah. In fact, they're more concerned with the Capitol rioters, which I've got to say this for whatever it's worth. The Capitol riots of January 6th were pointless. Initially, people were thinking, oh, great, we can show the the uh, Democrats that we're dissatisfied. No, you show the Democrats that you are dissatisfied by writing letters, by writing emails, by sending facts, by making phone calls. You don't go into their offices unwarranted and threat. I mean, that just seemed kind of crazy. But then again, that's the same logic to a lot of degree that these people in stadium are yelling uh, F Biden. And it, it's not that they're yelling F Biden is the chanting, whatever is the problem. But do you notice when in a lot of those photos, you don't see a lot of that's a problem. And it's not just philosophical. It is a problem. Let's go over to Yahoo and take sanities going on there. And here's how you can kind of find out when a news piece is potentially not fake, uh, or uh, as uh, Trump would say and Romeo would pick at it. But uh, GOP, this is an Associated Press story, pushes unfounded fraud claims before California recall of Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. I hate to say it, but it is true. There are some noticeable times in which the Associated Press is more liberal, and I'll, I'm being careful, more liberal than uh, would be expected. But at least more often than not, they are reliable, uh, or else people would, in news, news outlets, whatever you want to call them, would not be 
purchasing their service. Um, According to Barron's, Moderna stock is tanking. After review, arguing the COVID vaccine boosters aren't needed. See, here, here's the problem, and I, maybe you can uh, help me understand if you want to. Give us a call at 516-666-9806, because this doesn't make sense to me. Okay, The FDA experts, according to Yahoo News, are among a group opposing U.S. COVID booster shot. Now, why is an agency empowered for our health and safe. Why are they against something that, number one, does not have much, if any, consistent demonstrated harm? And number two is, or should we say number one reverse, is supposedly for our own good. That doesn't make sense. And Reuters came up with a similar story. COVID-19 vaccine boosters not widely needed top FDA and uh, who World Health Organization scientists say. Well, here's the kicker. Granted, this is an article that was in a medical journal on Monday. And uh, here's a little, let's see, one paragraph here we're going to read to you. You know, we read just little bits unless they say, oh, this is et cetera, et cetera. We don't want you to have done it. Um, The scientists say more evidence was needed to justify boosters that view disagrees with U.S. government plans to begin offering another round of shots to many fully vaccinated Americans as soon as next week, contingent on approval from health regulators. As COVID-19 cases caused by the Delta variant of the virus rise, President Joe Biden's administration is concerned that infections among those already vaccinated are a sign that their protection is waning and has pushed boosters as a way to rebuild immunity. Here is a big problem with the Biden administration. They can't even control the message. They can't even give a consistent message. They can't even say, okay, well, this is the idea. Uh, some of us disagree with it, but we're in the administration, so we'll put it out. They don't. And, you know, I wanted to make a quick note on the Biden administration, as you were mentioning this. Yeah. That what have we seen for the last three decades from the Biden administration themselves? What have we seen from them? Nothing. Nothing. But here's the big problem that we have. We have Jen Psaki, who went to Harvard. She's a Harvard graduate. She's supposed to be top of her class who is primarily a Democrat. Now, let's not forget that the Democrats are really good at hiring smart people that aren't smart. So, Jen Psaki, you know, all these Democrat people like Jen Psaki that are just little puppets, what, when, when's enough is enough? When are they going to start finally learning, Scott, that they're puppets? Well, I've got to disagree with you on a little bit. It was College of William and Mary actually for... <laughs> Uh, her line of studying, which was uh, primary, it was uh, literature and communication studies, even better than Harvard. So, well, yeah, I mean, so, at least you know that's that's uh, all, and I'm I'm just pitting you. That's all we can disagree with on on her. But but you're right. I mean, that's they don't do really anything consistently and anything well. That's like Shaniqua around here. I mean, she uh, really. Yes, yes, this guy. But um, go ahead, Scott. I'm going to let you continue. 
But uh, I just want to remind Shaniqua, this Chucky boy is better than you. Sorry, babes. You got to uh, realize. Really? Yes, I am better than you, babes. I get paid more than you. I got better looks than you. And this Chucky boy has a better IQ intelligence than you. Well, you know, actually, there was uh, another person in the media who is even smarter than uh uh, you and me and Snake were put together. Um, uh, F- Phil Bugaboo, are, are you listening in, by the way? Is the caller there? Oh, uh, Phil, I, Phil, I think you're a little irrelevant. Well, yeah, I mean, disc jockey boy. What? <laughs> what do you want? Shaniqua, yeah, I swear, yeah. I'm going to unplug you, babes, and you are never going to have your job back. And that that is just going to be that. Really? Yeah. Sorry, babes. Sweet cheeks, you better pack up your stuff and hit the road, Jack, because you're done. This chucky boy's taking over your spot. I don't think so. about that, Scott? I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, I think so, baby cakes. You're you're an AI. You're irrelevant to us. You're like, but, uh, but Romeo, aren't there things we've got to worry about? I mean, for example, look at the uh, Chinese communists. Yeah, yeah, look at yeah. the Chinese communists. You know, I mean, we don't have to worry about uh, Shaniqua so much. Oh no, 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 Shaniqua? No, no, no. She's just a uh, what do you call that? She's just a little thorn in our backside, if you will. Not Very little. Oh. Very little. Thank you, Shaniqua. Love, love you, babe. Even though you're uh, just electronic and uh, pretty much uh, irrelevant and fake. Wait, what? Okay, so here's here's another thing though. If we put Shaniqua as Jen Pasaki's worker or take Jen Pasaki's place, I can imagine Shaniqua would probably be able to do a very good job. I mean, okay, let's give your let's give your girlfriend Shaniqua some a little bit of credit here. She does have very good vocabulary sometimes, and then other times she's just kind of not very good, but at least she doesn't need a cue card or a little monitor that reads off what she needs to be said. It's just basically she's who better is, at it. Who is that? Romeo, is that you actually praising our artificial intelligent uh, a production manager, really? You? Well, I mean, I gotta give her a little credit. Come on, you are it's acting chucky. so weird and immature. You are acting kind of weird, you know. No, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let's give credit where credit's due. She would do a better job at being president of the United States than Joe Biden. Period. Oh, gee, yeah. I mean. That's frightening. Well, of course, yeah, but hey, at least when she tries to screw up with China or do the Chinese chopstick or chop suey, somebody can unplug it. It's a prank caller. Yeah, I I have to, you know, I have to, you know, sorry for busting your chops there, but I mean, you actually sticking up for Shaniqua? I mean, really? I mean, why not? Why not? We busted her, her but bolts and nuts and bolts for a long time, but why not now? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, she she is a good person, though, Scott. I mean, 
Be honest, though, Scott. Wouldn't she do a better job than Joe friggin' Biden? Be honest. Ah, uh, really? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think she would. She just wants to stay on her show so she can t- talk to Zuckerberg and the FCC commissioners. And, you know, I, I, I actually, I figured out what's going on. Even though she's electronic, she's, I see her in the control room sometimes munching on the deli plates that catering sends over. So she, she's enjoying the free ride, Romeo. I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. It, it's her freedom. But, and I'm sorry, Scott, that I had to leave so urgently. Uh, some family business was needed to be attended to. But um, everything's all good, though. So you got the news out of the way, right? Oh, yeah, we've been talking about a whole bunch, and we're even going to be putting some of the uh, articles we've talked about on uh, rightwingmedia.net when the merry-go-round slows down. It's like, wow. I mean, we found that Pelosi's been doing insider, well, her husband's been doing insider training. Uh, Trump had an interview with Greg Gutfield. We've got the two-parter. People are saying F. Biden. Uh, Anomaly has got more questions about Pisaki and way she's just blowing off people. Uh, and speaking of millions uh, dying unnecessary because of, uh, and I know you've got your own <clears throat> philosophical reasons, but there's some people that are, you know, blowing off COVID because of uh, a perverse misunderstanding of human freedom that's differing. From yours, it's actually intelligent. And speaking of people differing from intelligent, Howard Stern is telling his listeners to F off. It, it is the color there. Yeah, and Phil is kind of, is probably is going to, Phil, you could even pick up uh, your show again. We might want to do a fake, sh- you know, actually, Romeo, I think that would be kind of hysterical. We ought to have Phil, uh matter of fact, I think he may do it for tomorrow. Phil, uh, guest host for the uh, rightwingmedia.net radio tomorrow. I said, wouldn't that be oh cool? My Lord. Oh, my Lord. I, I think that would be awesome. But before we do, and my time runs out, let's – I promised a little sneak peek behind the show. Do you want to talk a little bit about what we go through? And I know a lot of this kind of is not very – I guess you would call it glamorous or – well, gee, what's the organic... Oops, did I say that word? Oh, oh God, man. not that word again. Yeah. Oh, God, I know. I hate that word, too. Oh, God, it's so nasty. Holy uh, crap. Did I just do Uncle Arthur? You can't But you gotta... You gotta, when you do the impression, Sammy, you gotta, you know, shake your, shake your face. Or shake other things in general that I mean. But, uh, you know, I'll do uh, uh, props to uh, the late Paul Lynn, who was uh, uh, a gentleman of the, uh, shall we say, gentleman's persuasion. Uh, but, uh. Oh, but, oh Scott, you're too kind. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I, I'm sure you'd rather have two kinds. But anyway, uh. Let's, but, yeah, we do. Go ahead. Uh, just to answer your question, um, we actually do a lot, and uh, you do a tremendous amount of uh, videos uh, on your YouTube account, and we've which got a link to go directly to. Which is what? 
now banned for one week. From doing vid live videos? Or uploading, yep. Really? Yep. What'd you do this time? Misinformation. What was the alleged misinformation? Oh, let's see. I could go on. What about the one that Arnold was talking about, the COVID vaccine and screw your freedom? And, and I've never had that strike yet. Even when I talked about COVID, I never really got a strike until now. Well, what so, made this one different? I don't know what made this one. I, I guess this one just, uh, pardon the pun, but I'm going to be very organic about this one. Oh, Maybe no. somebody didn't get their soy milk and cupcakes this that morning. No, no, you do not understand. The people who, like me, who are uh, in the background of the fact checkers, we we know exactly everything about America, and uh, we we are we are we are talking. God, I just realized. You're moving a lot. Now, yeah, now you can hear me a lot better, right? Yes, I'm making Hillary a lot better, but just want to let you inform you that the right-wing media that will have fact-checked because Google right now has the department from uh, from India, 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 does not believe that the right-wing media does not believe in fake COVID vaccines. They believe that COVID vaccines are fake. Here on factchecker.com, we believe that COVID-19 is real, and we would like to remind all you uh, stupid Americans to please get the COVID-19 shots, because otherwise we will ban your account from YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you. Come again. Yes. But, no, seriously, that is a, a problem that we have to deal with and we discuss as we prepare for your podcast, um, your lives, uh Etc. And it isn't just doing his shows. It's also we have a lot of discussions behind the scenes and so on. In fact, um, I have to mention, uh, jumping subjects somewhat, a shameless plug for a movie that is in production. It's called Wild Space. Um, Romeo, when we get off the show, uh, I have a really amazing idea for the ending a revised ending of the show that will, shall we say, um, pull a lot of interpersonal punches, finish a grudge match, and blow people's minds. But I can't say any more than that on the air here. It'll blow people's minds? Oh, well, it will geez. blow people's minds. Is I'll that just like say, in office? I mean, no pun intended. No, oh God! I'll just say, um, I'll just say, sometime uh, more than one wheel placed in an interesting position will uh, affect Lucas Motorsports. Don't go any further on the air with that. But that's your mind will probably be wheeling and you probably know where I'm going with this and where after the show we can chat about it. But I've been wanting to tell you since last night. But uh, anyway, I'm going to have I to disappear. I would be that you got a girl pregnant. That would have been a little bit more great news, not I guess. Not yet, but uh, when uh, Jen and I have a kid, I'm sure the red hair will not be an issue. I'm going to have to sign off and I'll call you back off the air. Okay, and then we will see you guys next time on the Romeo Show.
and we'll talk to you real soon.